solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Twenty. Lord Voldemort's request. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potterwatch. I always want to say in your eggs are sunny side <laughs> Well, that time I was like, I started it out doing it like that from Princess Diaries. And then I went into the So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, oh yeah. And this is So You Think You Can Dance. I love her. Kat. I, Kat Dealey is incredible. So good. What love is she her up so to much. these days? So, still hosting So You Think You Can Dance. I think she has a full producer credit, though. Is and that a show still? Yes. Well, I mean, it was before COVID. Yeah. That was probably other, well, you know, American Idol back in the day. But other right. than that, So You Think You Can Dance was definitely my very favorite um, rea- or like competition show. I think, well, I think like right now it's Great British Baking Show. But um, yeah, definitely like in high school growing up. Yes, other than, you know, for the while. I think I went through phases. Sorry, that was really rambling. I think for a while I was American Idol. And then when I was done with American Idol, I was on So You Think You Can Dance, which went through college. And I've started rewatching old seasons. Yeah. This summer. I think the last season they did, it was like weird. They didn't do it like they normally do. Right. I mean, they're always changing up their like algorithm or system. I don't know. Whatever it was, I didn't like it and didn't participate in the wasn't weren't a fan. Oh, I also really loved uh, America's Next Top Model, but I never watched that like live. I always watched reruns on VH1, like full seasons on weekends. Yeah, sometimes I would catch reruns of that, like on um, it was like whatever channel like the CW was on. Yeah, but I did vote in. So you think you can dance? I think I only ever voted in American Idol and like literally used the landline to make a phone call. Well, yeah, with American Idol, you had to use the landline. But then So You Think You Can Dance then came out with an app. And when I had the app, I was like voting away. I was like really invested the year that um, like Twitch won. Yeah. That was like peak So You Think You Can Dance for me. For sure. So You Think You Can Dance. Yes, dance, dance, dance. Excellent. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> this is really relevant because right now we're going to be talking about chapter 20, Lord Voldemort's request. And what he's always wanted is a say you think you can dance marathon. Wow. I, I was trying to see how you were going to link that together and just splendid. Great job. Great work. I mean... Do you think he can dance? I think probably not. Honestly, though, he might be with all of those charming uh, qualities, charming old ladies into giving up their things. He's a snake charmer. And snakes can boogie. Very good dancers, those snakes. Um, I did my rename and my haiku weird today. What, what do you mean? 
Well, I did my rename as like a, a headline of a newspaper. Okay. And then I did my haiku kind of in that same vein, but my haiku is only about like one thing that happens. Okay. So you're gonna have to fill in the gaps. That's what I'm saying. My haiku is kind of abstract, but I think I think we'll get there okay. in the end. Alex. Breaking. Breaking. Ginny and Dean fight. That is the name of my chapter. <laughs> Excuse me, Molly. It's that the most is- important thing that happened. <laughs> Listeners, I need you to know that that is a small detail from the very beginning of what is a very important chapter of this book that has nothing to do with Jenny and Dean. <laughs> I think that's why, because I was like, I'm just going to, well, what I actually, my original plan was, I'm going to do this as my rename, and then my haiku is going to be just like really niche, random things that happen, but I ended up, couldn't do that, so I just focused on my, one of my favorite parts. That's really funny. Um, Also, even though Harry, like, got a little telling off, which we will get to, I still think that was the biggest thing for him that happened in this. <laughs> there was that Ginny and Dean fought. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> should I give you my haiku together then? I think so. I think we. I need to hear it. The, the anticipation's killing me. Okay. Rare heirlooms stolen. Pokey framed for the murder. Riddle suspect missing very cool Ooh, you were very in the mood of the daily the daily mall today i don't know why i was really just the jenny dean thing just breaking jenny (laughs) and dean fought it was so funny because it's like the first thing that happens in this chapter babette babette loves oatmeal exactly i know i've done this bit as my rename or haiku before and i don't care it's so good i liked it Classic bit. Classic. All right. Um, my rename is May the Best Wizard Win. Nice. And then my haiku is Albus reprimands dark spells blamed on guiltless hands the cursed that still stands. So the curse that still stands. That's a great haiku. Thank you. I'm glad you ended there. <laughs> Rather than my naming. <laughs> no, no, no. I Yours was great. I think we both, we stepped up our game. We've been a little wishy-wash lately, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jenny and Dean, they fought Hermione. So what, they like broke up? What, I mean, like what? I mean, I mean I did they break up? I don't care. I'm just like, I, it, I really am just concerned that it's going to like mess up the team. So I just want to know. Like, I'm worried about like, Dean. You know? I'm, worried about, I'm worried about Dean. I don't want him to be like messed up. And like, I don't want Jenny to be off her game. Harry. Hermione's Harry. having none of it. is like, okay, Harry. All right. Sure. <laughs> sure. I love it. Me too.
But also, why was Dean laughing at Harry getting hit by McClagan? Although, like Brad said, it was probably kind of funny. It was probably funny. (laughs) I mean, like, we were laughing at the situation. We thought McClagan was an asshole, but it was still, like, funny. But also, like, way more embarrassing uh, for McClagan. Yeah, I feel like we don't hear anything more about McClagan from this point forward. And we need to see what happens to him. Does McClagan fight in the Battle of the Hogwarts? Does he survive? I need to know. I don't think he would risk his face to fight. (laughs) Well, he's a year younger, so actually he would be at Hogwarts. So maybe. I think he probably fought. I don't think he survives. If he fought, he didn't survive. Oh my god! I just feel like he's not that competent. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. I mean... McClagan dies in the Battle of the Hogwarts. Hashtag change my mind, but he doesn't come off super bright in this book. <laughs> oh my god. Do you think... What, what, what do you think happens to Cormac? I think him and Ron... Uh, flourish in the fan fiction world as a bromance couple that is actually romantic called Rormac and it provides hilarity to the masses. That's what I think. So this is a dream so he definitely died. (laughs) Yikes. No I think I think that totally makes sense. I've never I will have to admit I've never given it a lot of thought what happened to Cormac um but I'm glad that we have this thought experiment sorry Cormac that we uh killed you I guess but um maybe you shouldn't have hit Harry (laughs) (laughs) um the little crab and Goyle thing we get uh uh what which one um, the little girl that like dropped. The- oh yes. Um, do you think that like Crab and Goyle might have like little sisters, and that they're using their hair, or do you think it's actually a first year? I think it has to be a first year. I don't see Crab and Goyle having little sisters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just really delving into. <laughs> the lives of these minor characters (laughs) I just thought it like obviously it could be a brush off line but Ron says like they're getting smaller every year and maybe they actually are maybe they're like younger yeah I don't know (laughs) did you not analyze this with all your heart um I didn't I just figured it was like how when you're like oh uh, when you get a certain age, like when I was the a freshman in college, I used to look at like freshmen in high school and be like, oh my God, they must be so much smaller than we were. Yeah. I, we were never that small. I never had that thought. I was very tiny when I was like a freshman. Well, I think partially like for me in middle school, I felt like I was like a full, I had my like adult body already basically almost like you'd already so I do right so yeah 
<laughs> I was a late bloomer. That's all I'll say. Um, I don't think I got out of like an A cup till college. <laughs> that's okay. We all have different sizes, and some people never get out of an A cup. Right, which is fine. I just mean like I definitely was tiny as a freshman and knew that I was not just boobs, but like I was little. Yes, you were a wee, a wee laddie. And honestly, I haven't gotten any taller since then, but I feel like I've grown probably five inches. You've grown taller in like personality. Probably not according to my parents. They're like, you had plenty of personality then. No, I'm sure. I mean, you had plenty of personality, but like, you know how I balance height. I have a weird thing where I can't remember anyone's height. And I really, even if I'm standing right next to you, can't tell your height unless you're like super tall or super short. But mostly I think that if you have like a big personality or if you like take up a lot of, uh, space in the room so to speak that you're taller so I am in fact like five inches taller than Molly or something like that how tall are you like five two yeah I'm five six so oh four and I would never think that (laughs) like even doing that math I was like that can't be right I feel like Molly and I are the same height yeah for sure in my memory of of Molly and I see her weekly so (laughs) that's either a bad memory or some kind of uh mix-up does anybody else do this anyone anyone if you ask me like if I had to fill out like a crime report or something of that nature and they were like can you describe this person and like their height I'd be like, I think they were seven feet tall or they were four and a half feet tall. I think their personality was like a solid six three. Like we really jived, you know? Like I think they were an INTP and probably a Scorpio. Honestly, me. I think about this though. They're like, um, could you give us like an eye color? No. Sometimes when, um, this is going to sound a little bit dark, but like, not really. It's more just like, you know, when, when like a gross guy like makes like a bad greed or like a cat collar or something, or there's like a guy at a convenience store that tells me to smile. I sometimes like five minutes later, will try to test myself to see if I can like remember their face. Like if I had to like sketch out their face or something, I always fail. Oh, yeah. I'm so bad. (laughs) Like, but people remember, like, specific, they can convict someone based on, like, how they could describe someone. I can't do it. And I have a relatively good memory, but I. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I'm bad with, like, remembering people's, like, features, but I do think that the sketch artists, like, that's part of their, like, skill is, like, asking questions that'll get you to think about it that's fair but so I just think might be bad at my, it. Me- my mental tests aren't aren't accurate but you know I, I think I think that I'm training my brain right you're ready <laughs> I think about that too I'm like could I describe someone I know like could if I had to like close my eyes and they're like okay we're gonna do a sketch of Griffin and I had to like 
do it. I'm like, could I really do it? Like, even though I like know what he looks like, I don't know if I could like describe someone's features. That would be a really funny experiment. Yeah, that's like the new newlywed game. Yeah, like, like can you describe your partner to a sketch artist that has never seen him and then or her or them and uh oh fun that's funny all right already um my next note says ron and luna are the ship the shit or the ship both they are the both look it's i'm very torn because obviously ron and hermione but oh this little moment between Ron and Luna here was so cute where Luna where Ron was like Luna you did a great job announcing the game and Luna was like don't lie to me everyone said I was terrible and Ron's like no I haven't laughed that hard in forever that was so cool I love it and I like when um Ron is being sincere like anytime Ron's like being genuinely kind I'm like why can't we get this more often Yes, I also think, like, when people think of Ron, they don't think of moments like this. Because this was just so sweet boy. I mean, Ron. there's a lot, lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of other things to think about. But this was a sweet, a sweet boy Ron moment. Oh. And then speaking of my like switching back and forth between Hermione and Ron and Loon, my next note says, I love that Hermione has the glow of a woman that knows she's won. She's like, I'll leave. I don't she's care. Like, oh, yeah. Have fun with lavender. Hey, love. Love, love. What's up? I'm back, bitch. <laughs> you saw it. What if we all talked like Trelawney did? <laughs> what do you mean? Be they're, an they're like, talk like a pirate day. Like, let's talk like Sybil Trelawney. <laughs> if you will not banish the usurping nag, so be it. Perhaps, like, just like her, like, all this fluffy language. Yes. <laughs> Why, yes, why does Trelawney speak like a Shakespearean character yeah. that has been wronged mortally? So this is the reason I'm being thrown unceremoniously this from your <laughs> Oh my god, you're so right. That's so funny. Um, you have to have an adverb before, like, every word. Unceremoniously. Also, oh. Dumbledore with such shade, he's like, not that I've ever taken divination, but I guess some- Yeah! Why are Dumbledore and McGonagall so shady about divination? Wow. What do you think Dumbledore's electives were? Arithmancy. And? Um, what's the other, like, smart one that Hermione takes? ancient runes yeah probably that i also think he might have also done like muggle studies that would have been a good one for him he needed to to reflect that wasn't him that was his dad no but for the greater good 
Well, this was, it would have been pre. Right. <laughs> That's worse. Um, no, I think it was during. He would have taken, he was graduated by the time. Oh, he, I, by, the, yes, 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 yes. I see what you're saying. But I do think he knows a lot about muggles. Me too. Maybe he did some uh, retroactive reflection. I think so too. But I also feel like he probably took extra classes like Hermione did. Probably. Most likely. He honestly probably just bought all the books for each class and then just read them and didn't attend. I can see Dumbledore being a person that only attends classes he feels he needs to. Um, yes, and I feel like he would be, like, a really curious student. No, yeah, I think he will go to some of them. Like, I think he's definitely showing up for, obviously, like, Transfiguration or you know, I just don't see him going to, like, a Care of Magical Creatures class. Yeah, I don't think he would sign up for that one, but I do think his ego would want him to, like, show up in front of everyone. Right, but I do see him getting the books for other classes that he didn't take. Yeah. And just reading them and teaching himself. Um, I said, Harry disappointed daddy. It is very stressful. Yeah, speaking of shade. <laughs> oh my god. I just, like, he lays into Harry. He goes I so uncomfortable. Yeah, that, my next note was like, this scene just made me feel so uncomfortable. And it, like, you could feel the silence in the words. I don't want to give she who must not be named any credit, particularly right now, because she's done something horrible again. But like, the tension is very good. Like, I'm like, ooh, yucky. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I have like secondhand guilt and I'm like oh my god we have to get that memory yeah I was like we have to get that next time I felt like I was being shamed by Dumbledore I mean I think that Harry definitely needs this like to be more motivated like I think it works and I can be like that I can produce some of my best work under guilt (laughs) same honestly wow what a read of myself. <laughs> I think Dumbledore was like, did you think, but like, it was the way he was talking. He said, and of course you were worried about your friend in the hospital, but I would have assumed that once you knew of Mr. Weasley's safety, that you would uh, continue your search. Do you feel like you have done your most, the the most that you could do? You have uh, exercised your intellect, and I was like, oh my god, I could have put a gym quote in. Well, I asked Professor Slughorn about it at the end of potions, sir, but uh, he wouldn't give it to me. There was a little silence. I see said Dumbledore eventually, peering at Harry over the top of his half-moon spectacles and giving Harry the usual sensation that he was being x-rayed. And you feel that you have exerted your very best efforts in this matter, do you? That you have exercised all of your considerable ingenuity? That you have left no depth of cunning unplumbed in your quest to retrieve the memory? Well, Harry stalled at a loss for what to say next. 
His single attempt to get hold of the memory suddenly seemed embarrassingly feeble. Well, the day Ron swallowed love potion by mistake, I took him to Professor Slughorn. I thought maybe if I got Professor Slughorn in a good enough mood— And did that work? asked Dumbledore. Well, no, sir, because Ron got poisoned. Which naturally made you forget all about trying to retrieve the memory. I would have expected nothing else while your best friend was in danger. Once it became clear that Mr. Weasley was going to make a full recovery, however, I would have hoped that you returned to the task I set you. I thought I made it clear to you how very important that memory is. Indeed, I did my best to impress upon you that it is the most crucial memory of all and that we will be wasting our time without it. The building tension. And then Harry has the nerve to say, um, uh, I've had a lot on my plate. And Dumbledore just goes, oh. Dumbledore! <laughs> um, I know, but I like how it's resolved, though. Like, Harry apologizes sincerely and Dumbledore accepts it very sincerely. And like, no, yeah, I thought that was a good. Yes, I agree. I thought Dumbledore he wasn't in it to make Harry feel worse than he already did. He was in it to, as he said in his admonishment, um, I must not have relayed to you how important this is. Yeah, and he was on a mission to do so, and he did. Right, and like, and then he, he moved on. Back. He was like, so you, at, you asked him after class and then you went back another time to ask him, but you didn't even get a chance to, and that's it? <laughs> I do think Harry could have been a better liar here. <laughs> but Harry's not a liar. I know, but if I were in this situation, I would obviously try to talk myself out of it. I would have been like, well... I asked him after class and it went very badly. So I thought I'd give him a moment to rest. And now I'm trying to rebuild our relationship. And then I'm going to try and go back and a different angle. Um, I think I would have like tried to defend it for like half a sentence and then just been like, you know what? I fucked up. I didn't like, I'm going to work on it harder. Like, I think I would have just immediately gone to, you know it what? It depends on... <laughs> It depends on when I got my word in edgewise. Because if I had gotten the full speech, I definitely wouldn't have had like the balls to say what I just said. But if, but I would have led with that, I think. Like if Dumbledore had been like, so where are you on your work? I would have been like, that would have been my situation. Yeah, I would have been like, well, he's really suspicious of me right now. So I'm kind of yeah. taking it slow and trying to like, get back in his good graces because when I did talk to him about it like he really shut down but I could be doing more to kind of ease that tension yes yes I love when we talk for characters <laughs> oh my god they resolve it which I was really proud of them good 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 boys um, I've always found this little fact that Voldemort wanted to teach at Hogwarts very fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense how... No, it does. I just, like, love that it's an added... 
Maybe that's why Harry doesn't become a teacher. It's like too many parallels. <laughs> I was about to say that, that would have been yet another parallel if we had done where the book obviously was leading to Harry uh, being the defense against the dark art teacher that stuck, that stuck. The thing that I love is that he does go to work at Morgan and Burks. And I was like, he needed some growth. Like, I think everyone should work in customer service at least. <laughs> I know, and they were all so judgy about him going to customer service work. I think everyone should work in customer service as, as one job. And there it does it, it gives you backbone, that's for sure. At minimum. Um <clears throat> oh, I wanted to get back to this thing at some point in these books. Maybe there's actually a good Founders fanfic about this, but Dumbledore's like, the castle is a stronghold of ancient magic, and I'm sure Voldemort wanted to penetrate more of its, like, many secrets. And I'm like, what secrets does Hogwarts hold that we don't know about? A lot, I'm sure. I know. I want all of it. Just it being referred to as a stronghold, it's very charmed energy. It's very yeah, like yes. <laughs> like I'm sure that there's a reason why it's not just for distance, but like there must have been something in the ground, maybe that like there's magic that was pulling the founders to that area. And there's probably like it's like rich in magic. No, yeah, I do think it's very interesting this idea that like it's almost like it makes sense to go along with Harry Potter's fate-based universe. Like everything in the universe was meant to happen. Like yeah. they were meant to find, magically, they were meant to find this land, you know? For sure. What if all of the magic schools are like, form some sort of magical shape? <sighs> that would be awesome. Although even though I hate that there's only one magical school in America, I think that's really dumb. I don't think that's the way that would work, but. Some Bermuda Triangle. Maybe that's why there's a Bermuda Triangle. It's all the magical energy coming out of all the different schools and that's where it's located. And it's like a magic dead zone, except for it's charged with all that energy. That's very cool. That's really cool, Molly. I want to write a fanfic about it. But then you have to write about the founders. And I won't. <laughs> I just will not. You know why? Because the, the best ship for the founders, well, not the best. It, it's a toss-up between Slytherin and Gryffindor and Slytherin and Hufflepuff. But I would want to write about Slytherin and Hufflepuff, and I just can't do that to Helga. Sure. I would never want to do that to my wee babe Helga sweetest woman in the world I was gonna say the alternative is that you could do like a post-apocalyptic version where somebody finds like Hogwarts and like the magic there that's just like a new book because <laughs> it would have to be like all new characters oh yeah those are your options those are my I would rather write the second one honestly it's, it's like dark though because that means all wizards were like wiped out yeah, I think it would have to be a descendant of, like, one of the main characters. Yeah, that would be interesting. Wait, 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 wait. I just had a thought. Oh, my God. It's a dreary, obviously. 
You better not see time travel. Fine. <laughs> well, it you have time travel is dangerous game, man. You got to do it right. I was I will do it right because I'll just follow J.K. Rowling's. Ooh. I will do it right because I'll just follow she who must not be named's original rules, which work and are easy to follow. Everything's a fate-based universe. That's easy. I'm rereading that time travel one that I've already mentioned on the podcast right now, where their son shows up from the past. And because I've been watching a lot of Back to the Future, so I wanted a time travel. (laughs) And so... I am rereading this fic and they do time travel so well in this fic. Like, so Harry has a crup named Todd, but Todd? <laughs> Todd. Yeah, everyone makes fun of him. It's like a bit that it's bad. And so then when the son shows up at Harry's door, he calls the crup Bobby. And Harry's like, that's not my Krupp's name. His name is Todd. But then in the future, it's Bobby because the son shows up and says that it's Bobby. Like, that's where the change happens. But nobody named it Bobby. But it's because it's a fate-based universe, the son knows it from the future because he came back and said it was Bobby. So interesting. So fascinating. And the same thing happens with, like, Ron and Hermione's daughter, like he says, where's Rosie? And then Hermione is like, oh, I love that name, Rosie. I guess and they haven't had a baby yet. No. Um, um, <laughs> speaking of, no. <laughs> Voldemort being so persuasive and flirtatious is a little horrifying. Reminds me of Ted Bundy. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Right before that, he's like Dumbledore is like he shouldn't work at the school because he could build a army, but he also doesn't want to work at the ministry. And I feel like he could have really easily built up an army from inside the Ministry of Magic for sure. I guess he just he didn't want an office job, if you know what I mean. He I do. He didn't want it. He didn't think that's where his uh, talents lot lie. Laid. He would be a great salesperson, customer service. Right, but he he would rather policy. he would rather work at Borg and Bird. Um, sales, not cults. This is one of my favorite memories that we get. I said I say this every time, but this is one of my fave memories. I think this is actually my favorite, and I love it because I for I do forget like the de- how much is involved in it I guess this is my favorite memory chapter I would say For but sure. I do but I do love this memory in particular where it's just so like it's described so detailed like from what she looks like you know exactly what kind of woman she is the relationship with her house elf this young man coming in and flirting with this older woman to get her things oh you love my biscuits and then that moment when his eyes flash and it changes when she brings out Slytherin's locket it's like oh shit like you can feel the tension palpable in the room in that memory and you know and you know before you have chills like you know before 
Dumbledore has to explain it what happened to her like I felt like I was listening to one of my um true crime podcasts yeah truly I was like oh my god am I watching am I listening to my favorite murder because that's that's how they set it up like they'll explain the whole situation and then they'll be like exactly how Dumbledore did it and she was never seen since it was blamed on the house out like I was just like oh my god I yeah I have very similar notes like I just have a I can see this plane in my head like this same um also I don't know if you ever read that book Great Expectations when you were younger but it's kind of, it, there's like a character like that but she's like completely homebound like she doesn't oh like, yes I think Helena Bottom Carter plays that woman in the movie version and I think she might this I might be making this up, but she might be like wearing her wedding dress always. Like I think she's yeah, she's wearing like a white or gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because yeah. I've seen the trailer for the movie. Um, I think it's a Mark Twain book. Like it's old. Yes. Um, but there's like a little kid that always goes to her house and like helps take care of her or something. So it's very great expectations, and I think she's supposed to be really wealthy. Hmm. Um, that's really all I remember about that book. It's just, ooh, it's so creepy. Poor Hokey. I, I, my note says poor Hokey, too. I feel so bad for him. Her, I think. Her. Them. Them. (laughs) I feel so bad for Bem. (laughs) (laughs) Bem, Uh, get a moment in this book. (laughs) <laughs> where is Bem? why can't he fill in never fill in for- again <laughs> oh my god it was the grim the grim <laughs> oh. oh Bem it always makes me sad that Voldemort's selfishness destroyed these priceless objects like they had to, they were forced to destroy all of them in order to destroy Voldemort. And it's like, we no longer have the tiara. We no longer have Helga Hufflepuff's cup. And it's all your yeah. fucking fault. <laughs> Voldemort, not you. <laughs> yes, at Voldemort. <laughs> I assumed, I assumed you didn't mean me. Please subtweet Voldemort. I'm sorry, please subtweet Tom. <laughs> yes. This part about Merope is so much harder to hear, like, the second time, like, coming from her, like, just, yeah, like, kind of flippantly, like, oh, this yeah, I think girl in rags, probably pregnant. Do you think that that is what makes Voldemort angriest? Mm. Or do you think he just strictly wants the locket? Because he does sort of, like, flash right after that. I think he definitely, <laughs> I think he definitely feels like it belongs to him, which in some ways, yes. Um, but I don't I don't think he like harbors resentment towards her for that reason. No, me either. I just think the flippant way that he that she spoke about it maybe it's like or it's probably like the same sort of disgust in about her like the weakness of her it too. does say that right when she said it that his eyes flashed and his right on the locket's chain 
So I think he does feel that sense of like, how dare you have this? You don't even like deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. right. So do you think this red of the eyes, when, when Dumbledore talks about it later, it becomes a little bit more permanent. Do you think this happens to anyone that has killed as much as he has? or like has used as much dark magic or do you think this is like an aesthetic thing that he has done to himself? I think <laughs> like, is it for fashion? <laughs> it's very fashionable. I think that at this point he hasn't um, killed that many people. I mean, he did kill all of the, all of his family. Yeah. Three riddles. And like how much, and this woman. That's, like, a lot. Well, yeah, but right before, like, like, before this. Um, yeah. I don't... But that's why they flash, but when they become more permanent later. Oh, yeah, like, like, definitely. Well, that's when he's, like, making his horcruxes and stuff. And so the locket has his eyes in it. If you remember from the seventh one, like, my interpretation is that each, like, Horcrux is, like, takes part of his, like, actual physical body a little, in a way. Okay. Like, I definitely associate, like, each time he has a hor- does a Horcrux, he becomes a little less human, and, like, obviously they say that explicitly. So he's selling, like, he becomes a little more, like, almost literal demonic. Yeah, and slash snake-like. But the, they specific, when they break open the locket, Harry says, like, he saw two eyes, the snake eyes looking at him. But, like, I always say that to mean, like, specifically when he did the lock is when his eyes changed for good. And, like, his nose disappeared maybe on the the cup. I don't know. (laughs) I had always assumed, and this is an incorrect assumption, I'm aware, that the nose thing happened as a little mistake when they were brewing, like, Voldemort body number two. Oh, oh that's interesting like he just when he came back he became a little more like lizardy and scaly I think they mentioned the slits though even when he's on Quirrell's head the that's note. fair that's fair but that's a good point I did wonder that about him looking different but I think it's implied that he looks the same Ooh. But I, I mean, I don't think it's like necessarily body part for body part, like I'm saying, but I do think that each... Which part got the dick? Yeah, I don't think he has um, a genital, any genitals. I think it was Snakini. A snake for a snake, if you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> if you know what I meant, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know how to help you. <laughs> Anyway, I'm really glad we get this, like, acknowledgement of S-P-E-W. Me too. Harry's like, I get, this is one of the reasons why Hermione's doing good work with S-P-E-W. She could have helped Hokey. Um, what do you think happened to Hokey? It doesn't really sound like she was imprisoned or anything they did say it was an accident but I don't know what happens to house elves they're already in I mean and she clearly had to like survive because Dumbledore got this memory so like they're already enslaved what worse can you do right maybe she just couldn't find another 
head canon hokey works at hogwarts oh yeah but i do feel like she got passed down to like those family members that they mentioned I wouldn't want a house elf that poisoned their poison their per- pers- their previous oh, master. True. I'm sure they dismissed her. Yeah, you're right. And that was like her punishment enough. Yeah. Uh this power play of Dumbledore calling him Tom is everything to me. <laughs> I said, okay, seriously, but this is my favorite memory. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Dumbledore is the most daddy he's ever been That's in, this, love it. in this memory. It is like the big daddy energy is there, okay? Law, big daddy energy. I was about to say, I would pay so much money. Not like so much money to see Jude Law do this scene. Imagine, this is what I imagined, that this is um the last time that they really have a conversation until the battle in the last book and then just like the juxtaposition and it's like same wait you mean the sixth one in the fifth one when Dumbledore and Voldemort oh I thought you said in the oh in the last in the last book is in the last book we read I was like the battle yeah the I was like he's dead (laughs) got you got you uh um yes because i would assume they don't ever see each other again until then like not for real for sure oh that tea is spicy it is so many parallels there's so many parallels uh when he when dumbledore sits down with that cheery grin he's like tea or wine i love that they're drinking wine it's so absurd and then he like brings out all the tabs he's like and that's why you had your little followers was it the death eaters post up outside my school and I was like oh shit oh shit and Dumbledore was like now you couldn't have possibly thought that I would give you this job so why are you here why don't we speak frankly for once and I was like oh my god Um he's such a shady motherfucker um also i like that he's like trying to make sure he like he's like Voldemort or tom you're not unique like look we're the same here like this is the same same thing like yeah. you have a basic ass name like i'm not calling you that <laughs> tom yes um there it reminds me it has the exact same energy if you're listening anyone who went to umbc and was a theater major you'll know what i'm talking about uh we had a um a movement teacher named wendy salkind and she radiated the energy of dumbledore in that like wise beyond her years you didn't want to disappoint her if you didn't do your homework you felt similarly to how harry felt earlier in this chapter like that kind of just like so disappointed you wasted my time i thought better of you kind of feeling And there was another kid that went to our college who Molly also knows. And he demanded that he be called Kaga Igashu. And he said that it was Native American for storyteller wanderer. Let's let that sit. There is no language called Native American. 
just to inform the listeners. And when he got put in her movement class, he was like, I go by Kaga. And she was like, Connor. (laughs) And it was like the biggest power play. It was like, I refuse to call you that. You will be Connor. And um, you, I'm, and Kaga, Connor had the ability to like really charm people and like think he was like this hippy dippy, like everyone was like really like go with the flow. And she just was not falling for it. Like he would often not do his homework and she would be like, all right, well, don't try to bullshit me and answer. If you didn't read the assignment, you didn't read the assignment. Moving on. And we'd be like, oh, oh. <laughs> But anyway, that's a long story to tell you that that's how I feel every time um, Big Daddy Dumbledore, Big Daddy D calls uh, Tom Tom. Um, Tom doesn't really make a great pitch for himself to be teacher. Like, no. He's like, I've done a lot of bad things, so let me teach children. And I'm like, are you? What's wrong with you? Also, is this a common saying? Greatness inspires envy, envy engenders spite, spite spawns lies. You must know this, Dumbledore. Do people just say that? (laughs) I also do love how, I love how Jim Dale reads that for Tom. Yes. Give us a little gem. Voldemort's expression remained impassive as he said, Greatness inspires envy, envy engenders spite, spite spawns lies. You must know this, Dumbledore. Um, and I love that Dumbledore holds, like, memory over his head when he's like, mm. But that's the thing. He's like, I don't really go by Tom anymore, which, by the way, is so lame for him to say that. Like, I actually go by Lord Voldemort. Like, how <laughs> the confidence it takes. Yeah. I mean, same with Kaga. It's like, who has that kind of confidence? And may I say it, privilege to be like, this is my name now and everyone's going to call me it. Oh, God. And it's Native American for storyteller wanderer (laughs) but anyway so yeah so for when tom says that and then dumbledore is like tom that's the thing about old teachers we always remember those first memories of our students yeah i was like oh shit you can't bullshit a bullshitter (laughs) okay I was there when I picked you up from that orphanage, buddy. Yeah, when you were torturing children and stealing their belongings. We know what was in that wardrobe, bitch. Like, I tried to teach it out of you, but we're here. Here we are. We know where we are, Lord Voldemort. When Tom is, like, talking about, um, oh, the old argument. Like, you talk about love. This I can't really explain why I felt this way, but it had this, like, libertarian to alt-right pipeline vibe to me that I can't explain. (laughs) Sorry to all the libertarians out there. Sorry, not sorry. Check yourself, libertarians. I'm just saying, I'm sure some of you are perfectly lovely, but a lot of you become (laughs) alt-right. 
reflect. <laughs> um, but it just had that energy to me. It's like, oh, those silly things like you talk about, like, yes, so above that. Oh, yeah. That age old argument. I'm like, is that an age old argument? What I love, it's it's again, you're right with the name thing. It's so bold. Like truly, did he really think this was gonna work? It did. Oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah. But I meant like, like- I mean like getting this job, like the bold, like it's bold, like to be like, yes, I'm evil. Why won't you let me teach children? Well, I think Dumbledore is right. Like we know you're, you don't actually think you're getting this. But he does want it though. Not to teach, but he wants the job. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think both are true, I guess. Like he was basically, he sat down on his calendar and he was like, I probably won't get this, but I should go out for it just in case. Or even worse, like I think he's trying to assert himself to Dumbledore and is like seeing if he can take Dumbledore. And I think what he's realizing is that he can't. He can't. (laughs) I think like in in this moment, when he decides not to try and curse him, He's recognizing that at, at least at this point, he can't beat Dumbledore. Yeah, he knows. He cares about his life too much to try that. Well, I don't think he could be killed right now, but. He could be hurt though. But I think he's also thinking about his reputation because he's building this. If he tries to tr- fight or Dumbledore and lose, you can't come back from that. Right. He barely comes back from losing to a baby. You could say he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And then he loses to a teenager. How embarrassing, Lord Voldemort. You got taken down by Harry. A teenager with a hat. This is what you send your great defender. A A hat. And an old old hat. Ooh. Alrighty, those are all my notes. Oh, I had a couple more. Um, Thanks, Aberforth, for the knowledge about who's hanging out in the pub. Yeah, thank you, Abby. What do you think is significant? (laughs) That's my my affectionate nickname for Aberforth. Are you setting that down or are we leaning in? We're leaning in. Okay. Thanks, Abby. do you think, oh, what do you think is, like, the significance of them, like, traveling there together? Was it, do you think it really was going to be, like, a coup of, of Hogwarts? What do you mean? Like, what I, I, I didn't know. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Um, I think it was just to show up with Posse. Yeah, maybe if he thought it was going to be a fight, he would try and take over Hogwarts, and then he decides that he can't. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's going to hide the... The, yeah. Um, Which I love that we get the Trelawney scene in this because he also runs into her leaving Dumbledore's study in Mm -hmm. front of the room of requirement. Right. Um, Which is just great little droplets. Don't say droplets. Oh, COVID. (laughs) 
good job, Jim Dale, on your great, book. great job. This was a really good read this week. I'm also just pretending that he wrote it. Jim Dale did. <laughs> I love this journey for us. Great job, Jim. Great grab. Great grab, Jim. <laughs> um Oh, they both must be doing legitimacy so hard against each other. I know. I'm surprised there's even words in this conversation. Is this your final word? It is. <laughs> also standing. I can't believe he cursed. Like, it's so petty to curse that position. Why is Dumbledore, why is, I'm sorry, why is Voldemort a child? <laughs> well, I, it's such a good ending also to, like, end it on that. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering though if he actually like physically cursed it or if it was like old magic kind of curse, like it just happened. I think he cursed it. Because okay. when he dies, the curse dies with him. Yeah, but I just like thinking of it as old magic. Yeah, but why would old magic take Voldemort's side? I don't know. I just Sorry. like it. Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to shut down your idea, but I don't like that Hogwarts is, like, Team Voldemort. No, I think you're absolutely right. I've just always been like, well, it's cursed now because these two powerhouses went toe-to-toe. Oh, I see. I mean, I don't know. Like, you're completely right. But um, my last note was really just that for Dumbledore being like, this is so important, like, they don't spend enough debrief time about the, he's like, okay, goodbye, bye, like. Like, it was my memory, you must have understood it all. I don't, it doesn't need any explanation. Like, he's like, okay, this is what I want you to pay attention to, okay, we're done. And Harry's like, wait, I have, like, 10,000 questions. And he was like, all right, well, I'm late for tea with Hagrid, so. Also, like, what happened to your hand? Also, why is your hand shriveling up and dying? Okay, but that was it. I didn't have a quiz question. I do, but you're gonna get it right. Hokey. It's not hokey. Who did hokey belong to? Oh, fuck. Um, Hepzibah. Something like that. Hepzibah Smith. Yeah. Um... Who were the Death Eaters that were with Voldemort? I don't know. Or, like, name two of them. They're, like, all names we know. Yaxley. Not that one. <laughs> uh, oh, Mulciber? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Um, do you want to guess anymore? Um... Uh, ro- is it a, is there an R one? Yeah. Uh, close. Oh, Hermione might be like, oh, I like that name. About the fan fiction you're just talking about. Oh yes. Oh, thank you. Ooh. Um. Uh, Rosen. Uh, not Rosen. Oh, damn it, Rose. Rosier, Rosier. Yeah, Rosier. And then not in Dalahov. Mm-hmm. The old faces, the old crew. The OGs. <laughs> um, I gave my champ to Hokey. 
I like wanted to give it to Dumbledore Obbs, but like Hokey. Hokey needed a win. I'm sure she will really appreciate the chance. Um, I did give mine to Big Daddy D. I've I've it's been a long time since I've been this pleased with him. That's brighter. <laughs> Maybe not ever before. I mean, I love him always. Sometimes, sure. but mostly. Mostly. My rat was Ab Voldemort. My rat was Tom. 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 Um, how many points did you give this chapter? I said 197. Whoa! I Holy moly! I loved it too, but wowie zowie. Now I feel like I have to give it more. Okay, I gave it 125, but I'm going to bump it up to a sweet 170. I went really high because of how I felt when we were done reading it. Like, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's talk. I mean, it was really good. Like, I love this chapter. I thought 125 was really high, though, but then I have to, like, get closer to yours because you, like, really went high. You don't, you don't have, we don't have to have the same scale. Yes, we do. Well, you include <laughs> negative, so your scale's bigger. Yes, I do do negative. <laughs> one time <laughs> um what I would get a tattoo of Hufflepuff's cup yeah I said I would get a tattoo of the found like the founders objects like yeah. the four of them or like the badger I guess you <laughs> you're not a Hufflepuff well I know you're, you're Mrs. Hufflepuff okay I just meant you're marrying one I got it. Oh, you didn't like that? Not a fan? That's like worse than taking someone's name, taking their house. (laughs) It didn't mean that you had to be one. He can be Mr. Ravenclaw. I'm just kidding. It's fine. (laughs) You're combining two houses. Huffinclaw. Two houses, both alike in dignity. Well, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, we take our leave. We are doing um, chapter 21, The Unknowable Room. <gasps> I think it's really going to be the Elf Tales chapter. Elf Tales, ooh. So stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum